0: Recording on a Sunday night in beautiful Bondurant, Iowa. My name is Chris Williams. I am joined by Brent Bloom with the Week Week Quarantine Podcast here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network.
1: How goes it, Bloom? Is this week nine? I don't know. I don't know. Next week nine. At least the ninth one of these we've done. All
0: I know... Eight? Is you sat around and watched NASCAR all day. I did! I
1: did, and I was. That tells you how the quarantine's going. For I was. You. It was nice. It was nice. It was really good. And I don't know what the proper way to watch NASCAR. If like you need to be into every lap because I wasn't. No. But it's like the first. I don't even think most diehards are into every the lap. The first 108 was a 293 laps. Yeah, yeah. The first 180, 190. I was just kind of like, in and out. Like I had it on. It's it's I treated it like a baseball game where it's background noise for a while. That's good. And then you catch like the when when Johnson goes in the wall well, that piqued my interest. Yeah. So you, you figure that out. Yeah. Uh, no, I totally get did. It. I, did I watch it the correct way? I mean, I haven't I, watched the full. I don't see. I I watched. Okay, watched loosely the full NASCAR race, probably for the first time since, um, gosh, two thousand. Yeah, that's really when the sport peaked. I was into it way yeah. back then. Yeah. Um, but. That was the that was the Dale Jarrett Dale Earnhardt mm-hmm. um, prior to the crash. Jeff Gordon was Jeff Gordon young, was a young guy, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And then you had all the old timers that were yeah, like Bill Elliott and yeah. Richard Petty was still racing. Yeah. Derek Cope. Yep, Derek Cope. Talk about a one-hit wonder. Old, I know more old NASCAR Rusty guys Wallace. than Kurt was. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it was fun. It was fun to see the whole world. I, I would say if you enjoyed today, watch Wednesday night. Wednesday night will be a lot better. It's the same track though. It right? is, but it's shorter. Okay. And I, I do think this is difficult for a lot of people if you don't follow the sport closely. That track is really hard to just show up at without any practice. And they haven't raced in so long. They didn't even let them run laps? Yeah, no. Which so it's wild. Like, I Why think not? Wednesday night, so they're making it shorter because it's on prime time and it'll be under the lights. It'll be a very entertaining race on Wednesday. I've night. got nothing else to do. So I'm in. Yeah, it's like, what, what, else <laughs> you, what else are you going to do with your time? Uh, okay, real quick. We want to give a shout out to a couple of our great patrons. They were featured this week. Um, on our psycho and fanatic podcast and without our Patreon members and our premium members, I can assure you, I can tell you, we would not be here right now. Uh, Derek Lilliscove is a guy, um, he lives in Lawrence and he grew up in Eastern Iowa. Oof. Poor bastard. <laughs> and then, uh, my main man, John Shaven, he and his wife, Darla are fantastic people. They live in Grimes. And they are this week's, or they were last week's featured Patreon members. Uh, you can support what we do at CycloneFanatic.com by becoming a Patreon member or a premium member of the message board. We had Bloom our um, first ever Zoom Cyclone Town Hall meeting or whatever you want yeah. to call it yeah. last week. And I thought it went, went, went very well. It went better than I thought it would.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Sage was awesome. I mean, Sage shows up and his... You know, the Zoom backgrounds are becoming a thing, you know. You know, you're trying to yeah. one, one up each other. Yeah, I didn't know that, but um, I, I need to up my game and apparently. Then S- and, and Sage shows up with his all of his former jerseys behind him. Yeah, which was a pretty impressive humble brag by yeah. Sage. Oh yeah. yeah,
0: that was him saying, "Look, I, I like, played. In I know the NFL. who I am.
1: Yeah, I'm the most important person on yeah. the Zoom call." I'm here. You people are here because of me and he, he stole the show. He had some was, really good insight. Too. Good
0: insight. Yep. His stuff on Purdy being an NFL quarterback, I thought was, was really, really good considering how well he knows Purdy's game. And, and obviously he knows the NFL too. All right. Uh, the Sunday pod, uh, obviously it's Monday morning when the overwhelming majority of you are listening to this, here's what we do. If you're new to the program and we are getting a lot of new listeners every week. So that's great. Keep them coming. And uh, we try and just kind of recap the week in COVID, what it means for Iowa State Athletics. And then we we go on from there. We do not hide the fact that we are sipping on bourbon <laughs> each and every Sunday night when we record this. This is one of those weekends where my wife worked all weekend. I'm looking at uh, 48 straight hours with the, uh, the little girls. God love them. I'm about to go crazy. I need this um, glass of bullet. Which is the frontier whiskey that we've chosen to drink this tonight? Is,
1: uh, this is this is kind of your go-to. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah. You know you need. It's the Williams House Bourbon. Uh, okay.
0: Right now, I'm uh, trying to um, I'm trying to like move on and like do some other. Th- I really just it's kind of my house bourbon. It's my go-to. You
1: need your you need your fastball
0: bullet back in the is, count i think bullets my fast especially after
1: a long weekend <laughs> during, i've had a i mean i during love this COVID. Little, i love those little girls well, you you walked by my house yesterday oh. with the one yeah. and i could tell you're just trying to you know you're doing the dean smith <sighs> four corner stall just to try and get her uh, to go
0: I, to take a nap deep breaths yeah god i love them though they're I, the, the blessing of my life but um I get to son because like my wife, we've explained this like busier than ever, yep. which still doesn't make sense to me, but it's a fact. So my wife went to work on Saturday at seven. She didn't get home until like 1030. Yikes. And then she went this morning, this morning at eight, we're recording this at nine fifteen, and she's still not home, which whatever I can handle the girls, but it's just, you don't with five and nine months. Like we, I'm sure we have listeners. You can't take a breath. You're in the same boat. Right. I mean, you got a two-year-old and a or five-month-old is, is ever. Yeah,
1: he just turned He's two. two yeah. now, yeah. He just turned two. Yeah. So it's just like you can't breathe. There's no no breaks. And the times they nap at the same time are very rare, oh, especially no. for you. Your five-year-old probably really not Cameron nap. doesn't nap. But she at least like is
0: self-sufficient in the sense that you can just throw her outside with the dog and she'll come back in <laughs> in an hour. That sounded terrible, but... Moms and dads out there, you know what I mean. It's COVID.
1: It's the pandemic. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever goes. Whatever goes. Hey, I was like, you know what? We're in week nine, 10 of the pandemic. I had my first white claw yesterday or Friday night. Did you really? Desperate times call for desperate measures. What did you think? And I I didn't mind it. I told you. My wife got the black cherry white claw. So those are pretty strong. It was it was fine. It was Those
0: are was, those are a little bit much for me, but okay. they're but I get it. They're delicious. I
1: it was a good patio beverage. And I and I put on Twitter, I'm like, "You know what? It's honest hour. It's mm. the pandemic." Go ahead, judge me. It was fine. I enjoyed it. So what we need to do, maybe we could do that on this on a Sunday night. I got some pushback. I'm sure you did. But
0: I'm I'm fine with it. We should do a seltzer a hard seltzer taste test. Line up the claw a truly, truly and like and the corona one. I, I got
1: some suggestions of some other ones that people have recommended. So it was actually beneficial. What did they tell you? Oh, uh, I go through the thread again. But I don't necessarily uh, know if we need to lead. No, it, I but don't know but, but tr- tr- <laughs> tr- tr- truly <laughs> <laughs> truly was one of them and there's a couple other recommendations. I Maybe think, we could line them up for another Yeah,
0: I think that'd be fun. We've I, done that with beer before. It and, was yeah.
1: And it's only and I I oh gosh, I sound like the biggest tool now, but oh. there's 100, 100 calories in those things i and told like, you about like, the vegas trip didn't i no, maybe i'm positive i it
0: was i know i told on this pod again but i'll do it real quick you got quick hammered
1: on uh claws yeah it was
0: the day after um <laughs> it's five they're five the, percent <laughs> it was the day after the rebels lost mm-hmm. and the day so we got there on a wednesday hammered there on a Thursday, like, and me and Corey went and drank all day before TJ's game. You had, and then they you were lost. were
1: there as a fan, right? Like, you yeah. Like, no, okay. Yeah. Well, I, you
0: I, I w- responsibility. No. Okay. But I was doing some stuff for, for you LV, but I did that before I got, got it. And, and let's be honest, not, it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> um, so we drank like, you know, normal beer, normal beer, right. And whiskey all day and yep. all night on Thursday. Yep. So then it's Friday and, I needed a palate cleanser, yep. so I'm like, that's I'm going to the Claws, man. I'm going to the
1: Claws, bro, right. and we ended up drinking them all day. I appreciate it. Now, did you? my stomach felt like crap. That's it, Now, that's what yeah. the Lord of Warning. Uh, huh. I had two uh, you Friday night. crapped your brains out, didn't you? They, boy, then I went on a long run, oh. run on Saturday morning. I made it home. But yeah, yeah but it's not a pleasant. So you had the claws swishing around in there, <laughs> and then you're heating up your body. That's I a bad. They ran for they gave miles. Yeah, it wasn't. It's was not pleasant. Yeah, look at you! In the running. I'm, I had nothing else to do. Again, again, NASCAR, <sighs> and now this. But, so, hey, so but, no. Could... That word of warning, though. That's that's legit. Yeah, it rots that, my it's, stomach. It's not good for the old uh, stomach if you're no. not used to it. I don't. I don't do them very often because of that. But Anyways. at the time on the on the patio, well, good I could for see, you. Like after an, a round of golf, if you just need, because again, we've had I, I would just, agree every type of beer, every type of bourbon. I mean, I mean, you got other bourbons. So bourbon, largely to me, they all kind of runs together eventually. Yeah, no, I get. I need to something else. I get that. No, that's that's uh,
0: good for Four you. Four out of five stars. I'm I'm just proud that you feel like you could admit it now
1: that's a big step there are there are no laws in the pandemic that's a big step for you i'm changing by the day
0: all right uh here are my pandemic related topics for tonight and i actually think there's some um some somewhat um pretty relevant ones too um really interesting piece today in the new york times about um, fans not being in the stands and how it could greatly impact some of the early season yeah, college football the neutral games. Neutral site stuff. Yes. Did you read that piece? I did. Okay. Good. Um, I think that there's a storyline here that we need to keep an eye on as Iowa State fans when it comes to basketball recruiting, and that's the California public schools mm-hmm. not playing this year potentially, and who I I, I can't say that out a certainty, but. We'll get to that. Um, And then the last thing I had was this massive recruiting week for the Big 12. Um, This is a fairly broad topic. I don't talk college football recruiting very often, but I felt like it was a meaningful one for the Big 12. Maybe I'm thinking about COVID too here because I, in fact, I am. Um, But anyways, we'll start with the New York Times. And we'll work our way down.
1: Yeah, and then football got a nice uh, little grad transfer yeah, today. yeah, football got one today. Dude, and they got two today. One will play next year.
0: You see that? Which No, I didn't see that. Oh, you, it was, was late. It the North Carolina uh, North kid? North Carolina kid. Ross? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: he'll play. Finally, that happened. <laughs> I was going to say, I think you said something about that in <laughs> January. I
0: Well, for our premium users, that's the guy I was telling you guys about. Got it. Because I, I put that on our premium message board no, that's the that's the dots Cup, are lining up. Yeah, that's the guy I was referring to. He'll play. Know, like He'll a month probably to go. start. He's a really good player. Yeah, Ross is his last name. What's his first we well, can just start there? Yeah, just start there. Um That is a guy who Iowa State has had for a while. And Brent, it it was more of a deal like that was one of the situations where you don't want to Basically, you don't want to let it out there,
1: right? Cause then, cause then, then the, the dogs... sharks start circling. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we've seen that. So is he signed? And I mean, how, I mean, how official are we here? Well, we're going to assume he's pretty official. He has committed. He put it on the social media at least. Yeah,
0: he has committed to Iowa State football. So I doubt, I doubt he's signed. But that's going to be a situation. Who is, who is the tackle from Rhode Island? Uh, he's a Cyclone fanatic. Oh legend. God, the uh, Catalina wine the Catalina wine mixer guy, Tony was it Tony? Yeah, Tony Catalina. Uh, um, he, yeah, that guy. I think did he end up in the Georgia. NFL?
1: I did he? End, I don't know. I know he went to Georgia. I don't know, and he played a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah,
0: Greg Ross is the guy we're referring to. Is uh, a safety grad transfer. Yeah, he he will play for Iowa State. That was a deal when I put that out. A lot of guys were like, oh, we don't need help in the secondary. Well, you kind of always, always do, do in this league. Yeah. Especially, I think, this year, Brent, when you look at the roster, and they're going to be moving
1: a lot of guys around at different spots well, in the cornerback deal. And it was announced this week as well that Richard Bowens entered the portal. I don't know if those things are related, but Bowens was a depth guy at both corner and safety. So this at least gives you another body there. And I agree. I mean, I think... With Iowa State's defense, they're playing you know, five or six defensive backs already every snap. And then, like we saw even la- the last couple of years, you get a couple guys dinged up, and that, that depth goes pretty quickly. And
0: this is a guy, too, who, because of his body type, will be able to come up and stop the run. And he can. he's a little more versatile than a lot of those young corners in the program. So that's a good pickup. Thank you for pointing that out. I missed that. Um, but again, I, I had a pretty good idea that it was coming. But yeah, I had missed that. Um, and then the other kid, Brent, can you tell us a little bit about him? I just
1: know he's from Colorado. Okay. Which Iowa State has not had many people from Colorado commit in the last well, 10 years. So they've great. had a
0: lot of Arizona. Um, yeah, not really, which is, but from Colorado. Yeah. So,
1: interesting. Three-star? I mean, the stars mean anything. but
0: um, if, we'll, we'll start here. Why would a recruit commit to a California school right now?
1: Yeah, and it's interesting. So this, this got a little bit of confusion, right? Because so the the California education system's a little bit, for lack of a better term, screwed up. You've got the Cal public system. I'm talking just about post-secondary, so colleges university. You've got the Cal system, and you've got the UC system, and they're different. It was the Cal system that came out with the, we're not only having online classes This fall. So that would include San Diego state, Fresno state. And I'm forgetting one more. um, Where the UC system is UCLA and UC Berkeley, which are both, they have not said anything about that. So technically UCLA and Berkeley, which are the PAC 12 schools could still be, in person, therefore, USC? USC's private, so they're on their own. Yes. Good good call. So, I mean, so while that got some play, all those schools that are impacted are only in the Mountain West. Now, I say only in the Mountain West because then the Pac-12 is still kind of elevated somewhat. Um, now, will the Cal system and the UC system be different? That'd be kind of weird. But So, it's one domino to fall, but it's not the big domino in regards to the Pac-12 yet. And then I still say eventually these schools if they see the money involved will will be okay with online i really think it it might trend that direction um but no to your point i wouldn't want to i mean right now it's it's so up in the air out there that i that's if if you're if you're even thinking about it if you have some you're a transfer and you're thinking okay i may go here or i may go to this big 12 or sec school chances are my big 12 and sec school are actually going to have a season as scheduled I would be way less confident about anything on the West Coast
0: um, back up, or secondary follow-up to that question, let's say in, in whatever world um, they're online only even
1: San Jose State's
0: the other uh, okay one them let's say it's online only yeah. in the whole state of California, yep. just yeah, hypothetical. Would that be enough to allow college basketball players out of their letters of intent?
1: If they don't have a season, you have to you have to consider. I, and
0: I'm saying though the uncertainty.
1: Yeah, like
0: if if a guy's a senior and he goes, "Well, this is my last shot." It has to at least be immediate and, transfer. And I don't know that we're going to play here. Can I transfer somewhere else? And Without penalty.
1: Yeah, you'll get your waiver. I think so, too. But will you have to sit out of year still? And then what happens if your clock's already at five years? I don't know. I, mean, I don't have just, the answer. So I know, it's just
0: a mess. To these, but this it's California deal is opening up a whole... Well, I hate to say we were ahead of this, but I'm telling it's you... It's going that
1: way. Like, and, and you're right from the get-go, and now the SEC has basically said... Screw them. Hell the high water, we're playing. Yes. And that seems pretty clear. And I... I feel like the Big 12 not too
0: far behind. But they're right behind them. I feel like the Big 12 just right there. T- am I crazy in thinking that the Big 12 getting two five-star recruits this week, one of them being um, huh. TCU gets a running back. Okay. Uh, his name is Zachary Evans. He's the by far the top-ranked guy who, who's still out there. Man. There's a lot to that, but yeah. like, why would he go to USC right now? Mm -mm. Um, and then Mario Williams, the 16th ranked recruit in 2021, uh, commits to Oklahoma over Alabama, Florida, Georgia, and LSU this week. So that didn't play into it. Uh, but that, I thought it was notable that the big
1: 12 probably had its best football recruiting week in maybe years this week. Wow. You know, and I think notable as well, the big 12 had a pretty good NFL draft. In it the did. first couple of and rounds. I feel like
0: things are trending up. I like yeah. this group of coaches I, in the league. I think it's really strong. They're young and they don't have the, um, you know, there's not this long lineage of national yeah. titles like Mac Brown brought and, you know, and Bob Stoops. But I think that upside, like this, this league is really good right
1: well, now. Well, and you've got Herman's recruited well.
0: Um, yes. He has. I think and he brings like that swag to it. It you know that doesn't mean anything, yeah. wins and loss, but it it brings. But they're going to
1: start getting everyone's. Oh, Texas is back, but they're they're recruiting better. I think it's going to get there. I wouldn't bet against them. Right. Same. Getting back and Lincoln Riley recruits well. Gary Patterson is recruited as well as he has in a long time. God recently is, doesn't coach anymore. Um, I don't know what's happened.
0: We're we're, we're sold our stock. <laughs> long time. For the longest time, Gary Patterson, he, it, was, it was like having stock in like Clorox, yeah. right? Like you are never gonna tank. Like it's just a solid company. They're always gonna make sales. It's a consumer staple. Great during the recession. Yeah, well, you know what? There, at some point, you gotta let go. I finally let go of Gary Patterson.
1: I will give him a little bit of a hall pass here, and that he had a true freshman quarterback. Yep, Iowa boy. Yeah. who was gonna be good? I love Max Duggan. Yeah, so I think. Wow, the defense has been less than impressive, at least last year. Here's my deal with Patterson, though.
0: It's like, what what did the guy hang his hat on for so long? That was aggressive defense. Yeah, well, they don't do that anymore. Well, like, what's his
1: identity? not I don't know. Not coaching quarterbacks, I'll tell you that. I that's yeah. So, I, but I'm, I, I'm done with Gary they, Patterson. They have Just recruited the okay. Uh, Baylor's recruited okay. I don't know how Aranda's going to recruit kind of an unknown. Yeah. I think the tech guy will your buddy uh Wells will recruit. I okay. like him a lot, Would but I,
0: I still think that <laughs> that seems to me like it's the worst Texas job anymore.
1: Yep. I mean you're in the middle I mean it's yeah. same same thing like people it, say about Ames. It's a really hard place to recruit to because you're you're so far from everything. And Matt and Luke and those guys, like they
0: do really well like recruiting like Oklahoma and Colorado, and like rural like Texas, but the problem is they're like when they were at Utah State, they were picking up the leftovers and taking them to a mid major yeah. and developing them now like the 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 high major guys are gone, right, so I worry about yeah. their ability. It, it
1: Tech. We'll see. And, uh, so this good is a little, coach, though. Really yeah, good I coach. Think he's, he's, but a little fun fact for everybody. Lubbock is closer as the bird fly. So just direct mileage to Denver than it is to Houston. Wow. Even though it's in Texas. So it's literally, it's a long ways from those metroplexes of Dallas and Houston. Yeah. Um, but and then we know Campbell. We know. I think the climbing's really good. Uh, I'm not sold on Les Miles. He's recruited okay. I'll never buy into that. He's um, Tubby Smith. He's Tubby yeah. Smith at Texas Tech. Although I mean, they came on. They the, give him credit. They
0: came on later in the year, and I didn't think they would. He's Tubby at Texas Tech. They'll be respectable. Um, he'll get them to maybe five and seven, six and six, but he's not getting them to. And then, and then
1: uh, Neil Brown at West Virginia, really good coach. Um, I think we'll do well there, and Gundy. So it's. I think the talent is great. Where are you on to, Gundy? I think he's. Going to get you eight and a half wins every year. Yeah, I don't know if I'd um, be buying that stock right now. Yeah, but he's just, he's been, and he's had sustained success. Yeah. I mean, he's really, there's a comparison to be made in different ways between Mike Gundy and Kirk Ferentz. Yeah, no, I see that. I mean, it's just, you're going to get, you're going to, you'll every once in a while get to 10. But he's peaked. I don't see them wish winning going into a playoff in the next no
0: four years. That all died in Ames I want
1: to risk
0: Friday night I, in November. It, it,
1: that it did. <laughs> that it did. But I think the more the Big Twelve gets NFL talent, the better it is for the league as a whole. And I think obviously it's going to help that here in the next two years, too. Yeah,
0: I have an interesting like reaction to those commitments this week where I was oddly enough excited about it.
1: Yeah, well, and I think the the fact that the whole spread system is becoming embraced. The NFL is only going to help as well. So your recruit, I mean LSU, basically just stole what the Big Twelve is doing. I mean, that didn't get talked about enough last year, but that's fine. I mean, the, the LSU system, oh, they, they're revolutionizing offense. So that's been what's been happening. Yeah, they've been Big doing,
0: doing for that for twenty years. Yeah,
1: so it's fine. Now that you have L, uh, these SEC athletes, it's different. But uh, but I think the fact that you have Baker, Kyler, and some of these NFL quarterbacks, Mahomes, shoot. Um, the big 12 can then be seen as, you know, somewhat cool in the eyes of some of those high school recruits too. So I think that the, the arrow is pointing up for the big 12. Well,
0: we'll see. Um, I, I think so too. And I also think, I know I'm overthinking my, I finally got that column out. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. I, I don't think you can overlook this upheaval in the pac
1: 12. Yeah. I. Do you try and poach Arizona and Arizona State? I don't know if you're going to need to poach them, but do you do. Okay, let's let's again okay, we're playing hypotheticals. It's the pandemic world. <laughs> Arizona and Arizona. You State. need any more of that bullet yeah, before man. we get into the realignment. Arizona, I didn't know we were going to no, do realignment tonight, it. but I'm in. Arizona, Arizona State. They're equivalent to the border region. Says, "Hey, Bob Bullsby we're here." I don't Do think you they want necessarily it. like those arrogant cow schools. No, but but okay, your bulls be now? Arizona, Arizona Arizona State say, hey, Bob, we're here. you you you're taking us. Do you? Because, again, you're adding two schools, which then splits the pie up in additional two ways, well, which is a pretty big deal. Now, you can rene- renegotiate those TV contracts and probably get it back, but um, the whole 10 versus 12, that's why it was big in the... the why they didn't expand in the, you know, what was not oh. five years ago to begin with? Okay.
0: I'll give you the political answer and then the non-political answer. The political answer is you go straight to, well, I was going to say you go straight to your television partners. Here's the problem. They're hurt. They're reeling right now. Yeah. How much, you know, ESPN has saved the big 12 a couple of times. Like how much power they still have a lot. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, as I wrote in that column, I'm never going to write out Disney and ESPN and all this, but do they have the same size of stick that they did in 2010? No. What if Netflix comes to you and says, Hey, we'll, um, we'll double that. Yeah. We want you to add the Arizona schools because Netflix knows that Apple's talking to the pac 12. <laughs> Oh man! She's listen to this. Very realistic. Hold on, I gotta pour a little bit more of this bullet. <laughs> no,
1: so th- this is this is what happens now. So we gotta we gotta get a line to Bulls and say, Bob, phone, so up, what phone we,
0: up Netflix. What we need to do is create a bidding war between streaming services that will impact. So this is what Delaney would have done. Hmm. If Delaney was the Big Ten's commissioner right now, he's not. Right, he's out. He's out. He got out the game. Yep. He would be bidding
1: these streaming
0: partners against one another right
1: now. But he he mistakenly grabbed Rutgers and Maryland. Yeah, it, well, I think the Arizona schools. It, would be was a little bit uh, very
0: progressive at the time because yeah. he was chasing eyeballs. What he didn't know was that cord cutting was right around the corner. Those two schools would fit in very well. Don't uh, don't underthink five G. You know, we got 5G coming around like these, cord, uh, these Oh, these the traditional networks are going to lose even more with that. Think about when 5G is as prevalent across our entire country. Anywhere you go, there's 5G. Like you could literally be on the freaking top of a mountain streaming the, a college football game on your phone.
1: The point is with so much instability in college sports right now with the stuff going on, do you really want to throw another curveball into the mix by doing some realignment right Here's now? why I don't think it will happen. Because I
0: think that all of these power five schools realize the you know, they're they're looking up the barrel of a goats behind. Yep. Right now, with all the lawsuits, you know, with um pay for play type yep. stuff with the um the N L I deal yep. that just happened, and now you got the Rona you got a guy, you know, you're cutting sports. You're you're cutting Which tournaments. Keep you're, happening. Uh, it, my my guess, and from what I again, I wrote this in the column. You guys should guys check it out if you haven't. The Power Five is going to work together as much as it can until it can't, and that's when all hell will potentially break yeah. loose when it comes to realignment. The the Arizona point. school question. If they come to you and say, we want in, which may or may not have heard that they've flirted before. I think that the smart thing, if you're playing offense, which the freaking big 12 needs to do for the first time in its existence, take them. And I think you could probably get Colorado and BYU with them.
1: Yeah, but then you, f- mm. Mm, what? but uh, you, you you get too big. I think the is it a race to th- 16 or is that a thing I of the past I don't I think that's a thing of the past yeah, kind my, of I time. I think the Big 12 has been advantaged by the 10 teams I agree And the op- the open tier 3 has turned out to yeah, be a really I think smart thing it's been
0: thing. good um, as much as the Mike Gundy's of the world want to bitch about it. I think it's been good for the league.
1: And I think it will be because you have some of that infrastructure in place once you get these digital rights things happening behind the scenes. I mean, the ACC, the SEC, and the Big Ten are married to these cable and satellite things. Um, Now they could transition to an app for sure, but the Big 12 is a little step ahead of them, which means your Amazons, your Netflix, your Apples, since these Big 12 schools already have these digital networks in place infrastructure-wise – um, I don't know if it's if it's been talked about, but Iowa State is in the process of and and because of this ESPN Plus, all the schools have been asked to since you build a digital digital platform studio within their institutions, so they can they don't have to bring their TV trucks anymore. They just go straight through digital broadband to these places and then beam them out. So. Long story short, they would have the infrastructure yeah. in place to do it. Which is of, really uh, huge. Which is cost I mean, cost saving measure. Before we get into I mean that again, we're going into the weeds are a little sure bit. Are you sure you don't need more bullet? I'm gonna have some here in a little <laughs> bit. Um, no, but I think this is I think this is interesting because what you're at least gonna see in the short term, and I I know for sure, is the some of the non conference games are gonna get a lot more regional and then even in conference for Um, some of the smaller sports, and even for basketball C-Dub, what you're going to see is a lot of these two games in three days deals. You know, kind of like what softball does now, Mm -hmm. where Oklahoma State will come to Ames, they'll play three and four days, or two and three days. I think you'll see a lot, Pac-12 does now, to save travel costs, you have your paired partner school, where, let's say a Texas Tech will fly into Ames to play a Saturday, this is basketball, play a Saturday game, and then turn around and play Monday in Lawrence or play in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. They won't go home. You know, they'll, they'll fly to Ames and then either drive to mm-hmm. uh, one of the Kansas schools. So you'll have these Saturday-Monday stuff or Thursday-Saturday stuff. It's going to happen because what the costs in college sports, obviously the scholarships and all that, but a big one right now is the transportation and those charter flights. And the right Miami now, the air
0: thing shutting Yeah, down is and then the, significant.
1: That, it is. So that's a charter company that shut down. But I was, yeah, we need to talk about that because people, I, I think
0: people like to hear these, you know, inside stuff. That's significant. There's well, not many of these charter companies in the country. And one of the biggest ones is shut down.
1: No, yeah. So it was a, it was a company called. Their at least their brand name was Miami Air, so they flew Iowa State football for from 2009 to 2019. Iowa State switched to Allegiant this last year. It's basically Allegiant, so the, the off-brand uh, airline company also has a charter service. I didn't know that. Um,
0: I thought Iowa State was still Miami nope. Air. No, last year
1: they went to – I mean, the Iowa State as a public institution has to do a – uh, basically a bid. public bid yeah, to try and, and get Allegiant, the best deal. I think a one it mm-hmm. um, from what I understand. So, but there's not, so they, this Miami air would fly colleges. They'd fly professional teams. This is what they did. Um, and it had to shut down because of lack of business clearly. So that's going to be another issue. So the costs for charters are going to go up too. So you're going to have to be more restrictive of how often you use the charters and you do them regionally. And you might even see, uh, Iowa State bus a few more places as well. How pissed is uh, Bob
0: Huggins going to be if I, if the Big Twelve adds oh. the Arizona schools? <laughs> That's
1: a good point. This is why, but this this would argue against that because I think these conferences will think a lot more regionally. Well, I, but, but I, again, I I'll stand by it. My
0: prediction for the college football year: we don't have conferences like normal. We split it up geographically. We do like what NASCAR is doing right now. You're trying to keep as many buses down where you can control stuff. Yep. Fewest planes in the air possible. I think it's good. That's where college sports is going. Iowa State, Iowa, Nebraska, North Dakota State, Northern Iowa, Missouri. Just go right down, up and down I-35 right now. That's your conference for this year.
1: As much as air travel changed, college sports, in the last 15 years, I think it – it might go regress back to what it was in like the '70s and '80s, where that's who you're playing. It's just the regionals. We'll see. Kansas, Kansas State. I mean, a, a bus, know. a bus charter compared to an air charter, it's I mean,
0: substantial. I, like Iowa State fits better in the Big Ten.
1: From a pure geographic, i should be playing probably. Northwestern and Minnesota, at least and, on the western side. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, Illinois, Wisconsin, maybe that. I, who knows man we are <laughs> no but i think these are this is every the, conversation is going to be explored because these like you saw the mac cut a bunch these smaller these smaller Bowling conferences Green, will be the f- baseball. first to cut stuff and then it'll it'll tear up and quite honestly a lot of this stuff that's been cut now isn't so much reaction to the last two months it's more of they, they were probably already on the chopping block and this was the the guillotine i mean it like th- this was the last straw, but no, it's, it's going to get, it's going to get much worse. Oh Lord. You got to save I some didn't, cash.
0: I did not think we would get into realignment tonight, but.
1: It. Now is, now would be the time to explore it because it, it's, it's the same. It's all goes into the same pot, right? So you're talking about media rights. You're talking about revenues and you're talking about if, if all of these as as the media rights have exploded, so have and you wrote about this in your column, Chris. So have the expenses for these schools, whether self inflicted or not. So coaching salaries have gone up, facility increases have gone up, all the niceties have gone up. Also, they've put in some cost of living expenses for the players um, and a couple other things that that but are. They,
0: pardon my French, but they've done the bullshit things so that their bottom line hits zero at the end of the year. Correct. Correct. Hold on one second. Yeah. Cammy. do you need something, baby? Show turned off. Come here. You want to say hi to the Cyclone fans? Here we go. Quarantine podcast. Cammy says. Hi. You say go Cyclones. Go Cyclones. There you go. Short and to the point. That's my girl right there. So your show turned off? Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to hit pause real quick. Daddy's going to put my little pony back on him. We'll be right back after this. All right, I got my little pony back on, and we're back. At least your kids. I love my little girls. I'm a girl dad. Wouldn't trade them for anything in the world. But I go over there the other day, you know, Everett's all about, like, his trucks, and that's kind of nice.
1: It's kind of nice. He he also, I mean, we're fascinated right now with garbage trucks and car washes. Well, yeah. I mean, really, and he won't, he will watch the same video over and over and over to the point you're like, all right, yeah, enough. We're not watching the car. No, I'll tell you, you what kidding. the, um, the, my little
0: ponies at times make me suicidal. Do you watch, do you play,
1: pay attention to the, plot? I know that's a bit much. No, but. <laughs> do, you, do you listen to the plot? Do you watch the plot or do you try and tune it out? Cause I am now in oh, tune out mode. Like I, I won't pay the, attention to it. I'll watch
0: like there's a couple shows that she watches
1: like Spirit.
0: I like to watch Spirit with her. It's a really good show. Okay, it's about a little girl and her horse. It's it's very nice. Um, The My Little Ponies, they make me want to shoot the TV. What do they do? What's wrong with them? They're just annoying. Do you ever wonder? They're just really really. Who writes these things? Yeah, I do. Somebody gets paid. what the hell's wrong with these people?
1: (laughs) Somebody gets paid to write these things or animate these things. Yeah. What's wrong with an adult who does this? Do they live normally? Makes you wonder.
0: (sighs) Anyways, um, we were on realignment. Do we have any more meat to pick off of that? No, I just
1: think it, it, if there's a time to change and to look at. Yeah. Holistically. Now is it
0: holistically? You're right. And that's a great way to put it. Bloom. Now is not the time to be having conferences. Be spending no, four time no, zones. No, that that's. If anything, we need a, a reduction. I agree with that, and I think it, what I was saying yeah, uh, right before we left, the final point I was making was that, like the the BS part of all this is, you know, Clemson having a wiffle ball field.
1: Yeah, the the bloat has to go. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's that's, and you'll see that there'll be some belt tightening. As the phrase goes, but you you can't like, you won't get away with some of that stuff anymore.
0: Do we need like twenty five member coaching staffs? I don't think, like with all these graphics guys the, and like you know.
1: And I don't know all the rules, but you know how the issue was, like you said, these athletic departments could not keep reserves because then it would look like because then they aren't tax exempt anymore. Well, or I mean, I don't know, I don't even know if it's a tax status, but then it looks it looks they can't plead you know, poverty if you have $100 million but sitting you, around. But
0: don't you find, like, every year when USA Today puts out that database in the revenue number oh, is pretty the creative. exact same yeah, as the expense no, number? Yeah,
1: and I don't, again, I don't, and Iowa State's totally different than, like, a Texas. Oh, yeah. I think Iowa State is... Pretty realistic of what they have and what they. I mean, oh, they are. Yeah, they are not in the same ballpark. Jamie's an accountant. Yeah, like that. That's why he's the perfect guy. But yeah, does Clemson need the wiffle ball? I mean, probably not. <laughs> Do you I mean, need they, barber shops no, I, in these places? Do I'm, you need? And I'm sure they'll find their own way to still recruit well. But no, I think, I think the blow never. the bloat out of this. Some some of the stuff is going to have to go.
0: Most annoying coach in football, and then we'll move on. A college, yeah.
1: God, he's up there. Do you Dabo? see his TikTok video? Oh, yeah. I, like, I mean, okay, if it works, I'm all for it. Like, get on TikTok. Freaking Dabo. But he's just, I don't know. He plays to all the all the stereotypes. It doesn't
0: help that my mom is a Gamecock, so
1: I was born and bred to hate Clemson. Some would say your boy Tom Herman's in that conversation, but those are some people. <laughs> you know, like, here's my
0: deal on Tom. I, if I didn't like know him, I would
1: hate his guts. <laughs> I mean, he's, he comes across the, as a know-it-all. He is. He is a know-it-all. He was like that when
0: he was here. What was everybody watching? He was annoying then too,
1: but he was our annoying guy. It's true. <laughs> he was know-it-all when he was here too. You know, is that like very true. That part hasn't changed. The brand has gotten bigger. As is the ego. As is but the ego. I love. I pfft, man, I'll.
0: I'm never gonna like sit here and be like, "Oh yeah, you all should love Tom Herman." Right. I would. Ne- I don't blame people for hating him. All I'm saying is, he is who he is. <laughs> you know, the guy. It, I I can I can honestly like say that the guy that you're seeing there, that's, that's who he is. He's a true blue guy. Where I know a lot of these guys, then some would question your taste what your
1: taste in friends
0: <laughs> I mean probably correct <laughs> <laughs> you are correct I'll put it that way hanging out with you aren't well,
1: I, mean. I, I I say that was the next line <laughs> oh you, mean you
0: put it on the Yeah, I did uh speaking of um friends I just gave you a gift the yeah. Yang, um Nas Jam. long the ISU GM t-shirt just, we want to promote those I'll wear
1: that proudly Feel, my soft, yeah, feel how soft, yeah. Feel soft that those, shirt is. Yeah, this is, is
0: not feel uh, how soft that shirt is. The guys over at uh, Team Closet do a great job for us.
1: With and our I merchandise. have, I have multiple. In fact, I have one underneath this. I've got the. Uh, oh yeah, what do you got on? The day this. Oh, the day this, this storm, storm, brewed. storm brewed too yep, hard. Yep, I've got that shirt on right that now. That was an easy one. Um, and that was two years ago. And the shirt, I mean, you get, you get some some cheapo T-shirts. That's these are not cheapo. No, these are the these good are ones. High. These I mean, are really think good of like quality. what
0: Raygun puts out. It's yeah, the same very stuff. very similar. Yep. Yeah.
1: So I mean, they, they last a long time. They don't just shrivel up and
0: uh, you so know. Check those out, and and for those of you who are asking too, um, we work directly with Naz and George on these. So they were for it. Yeah, and they yeah. they get a cut of every shirt. Awesome. Um, we are. Um, they helped us design them. People are commenting on Niang's speed. speed that was his idea that was George's idea. He wanted to make <laughs> his minivan. Speed. he wanted to make his speed <laughs> egregiously low, so we did that uh and then they, they no they they had a lot of fun with it and they've been uh, in fact we're sending a handful of shirts to the Indiana Pacers organization because they fell in love with them when they saw oh, the on cool. on the internet.
1: It's cool to have those guys involved in it which really been really neat. I've seen Tyrese in a couple NBA draft videos cuz I'm an NBA draft nut and he almost always has that Cyclones versus the World t-shirt on even that's in the amazing. NBA draft videos and that's another team closet production. Yeah. No, that that's my favorite shirt we've ever done. That's cool. and it, Tyrese I mean he wear he's got both he loves. He's it, like man. he's got both colors of it. Yeah, he loves it. Man. I can't wait. You know, it's kind of a bummer because the NBA season. I don't know what's going to happen. If they're gonna, probably going to have to push the draft back. But the draft
0: will be in like September. I, from
1: I, it hasn't been talked about enough. I mean, Tyrese is looking, based on everything I can tell, he is almost a consensus top ten pick right now, and would be the highest Iowa State draft pick since Pfizer. Since Pfizer in two thousand. Uh, now Marcus obviously didn't. Ultimately have a great. So here's a question. I mean, I, we're getting on a tangent. You're the bulls. Oh, Tyrese God. would really Jesus. fit in. Well, you led right I'm into doing. what I wanted to talk about. Tyrese would fit in really, really well, but you can't touch somebody from Iowa state right now. If you're the bulls, Dude, and it's this is so it's, perfect. It's, it's, it's crazy because Tyrese may get penalized. Cause I think it, he would, he would fit in. I mean, beautifully with a Levine with uh, Cody white, with some of the guys they have, he's kid, a kid.
0: Um, the the uh, search with an M, search The foreign kid.
1: Oh, uh, Lor, Lor, oh, you're Lor- yeah, you're talking with the Fort Marketing, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah marketing. I'm thinking like guard wise. No, I'm just saying
0: really well. But Tyrese is the perfect guy to distribute to all those guys. <laughs> he is, he is. So I think. Uh,
1: yeah, I think but they just they
0: just drafted Cody White last year though.
1: They did, but he's not a point guard. He's, he's not a he's pure a, point. He's either. a You're right. he's a two. You're right. He's a two disguised as kind of a one. And they've kind of given up on Chris so, Dunn. Okay. You
0: they've given up on Chris Dunn. Yeah. He's he's done. He's out. Um Pardon the Yeah, bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking about this last week when Ross and I on Monday were going over the last dance. Like, it really is freaking crazy. How horrible Iowa State basketball has been to the, the Chicago Bulls? Bulls franchise. Unbelievable. I mean, so it starts off with Floyd. Yep. Floyd gets courted by Krauss. Now, you tell me if I miss anything here. Okay. Yep. Okay. Floyd get and then he brings Gar with him. Um, Floyd gets canned. Then Gar, you know, eventually takes over for Jerry Krauss. You know, Gar just sniffs around Down long enough. Gar is yeah. a leech. Yeah,
1: yeah. You just kind of hang her on. Just
0: bought a house in Vegas, by the way. Guarded? I, I heard. <laughs> Sounds from, all right from sources. <laughs> Don't keep TJ away from Garform. Matt <laughs> <laughs> may or may not have warned him. Um, <laughs> um, so they draft. Pfizer, Pfizer. who's a total disaster.
1: They also, at one point... Willoughby was was on the team. Yeah, good question. Willoughby (laughs) for like 10 days. Got a 10-day contract. Thanks to Foreman and Tim Floyd. Yep,
0: yep. So they, you know, they they worked the Iowa State angle a couple times there. Yep. And then, everything's kind of washed out for a while. And then the Hoiberg thing happens because Foreman's
1: still there. Because of Gar. Because of Gar. Because Gar was on staff with Floyd when they coached Heubert. and
0: then Fred brings Charlie and Nate Lindzer with him, who are both Iowa State guys. Lindsay's still on the staff with
1: what's his ass, and and I don't I should check on this. I need to check on this. Their assistant GM under Foreman, okay, not not Gar, not Paxton, but a guy in the front office, also a really good friend of Fred's and an Iowa State alum. Um, I'm blanking on his name, but. It Definitely does, another Iowa State connection. office. the office.
0: Iowa State basketball has been the plague for the Chicago Bulls franchise,
1: and and if you talk to Chicago people, they just oh they hate they it. They hate it. If it just be, and
0: okay. I remember when we were there for the Sweet Sixteen, like that got brought up a couple times. I I like to just talk to the local. You know me.
1: Yeah, they hate Iowa State because they th- they associate yeah Hoiberg, Pfizer, and Tim Floyd. I still think and Gar. I, and is that and, fair to Tyrese? But I actually it might penalize Tyrese a little bit in a weird way. I don't think no, they can pick the kid. I don't. I disagree. Okay.
0: And I and I always say that because of this, because the Bulls are my favorite team. Reluctantly, this new guy, I don't think he. I think he's like Matt Campbell at Iowa State. Like so, there's times like when I'm talking to Matt, where I'll Oh, I'll be like, oh. You remember that game I mean, in 2005? He, he, and he's like, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, he Which, doesn't know about yeah. Chase Daniel and Brian Luke. And he, he doesn't. And you know what? The mo- He doesn't care. Right. So right. I do think that this new guy from Denver and then they get the guy from Philadelphia. I don't know. I If he's the best player there for them, I bet that they would
1: take him. But the fans would freak the F out. Um, the name I was thinking of, Brian Hagan. Yeah, I remember that. Um, assistant GM for the Bulls. He was a... Is he still? I, I think so. I think so. But he's a 2000 Iowa State grad. That's cool. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that about Brian. So anyways, That's, I also heard,
0: you know, you know who else has a house who lives in Vegas now? Larry. Stacy? I didn't know that either. I thought he was kind of in the backwoods. So apparently, Larry does like analysis for some radio station in Las Vegas on UNLV basketball?
1: What would it take? I mean, uh, this is, since which is super awkward. That is really awkward. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I, I mean this, this is a suggestion from a friend of mine, if you and I did a sit down, just long form conversation with Larry about his time at Iowa state, not necessarily the bad thing, Okay, we all know that. You have to ask Stansbury. Stansbury
0: started that like Larry yeah, thing but, and he didn't finish it. But
1: I'm not. But I'm not even like, talking about. He the, tried the, to
0: get a hold of Larry. I
1: know, but if we say Larry, oh, here's yeah. the deal: we and want to talk about the the
0: the, th- the three years. And we've been around for 15 years. Like we have some credibility here, and like, we, we that,
1: probably have some mutual acquaintances that can get to Larry and say oh, these yeah. guys aren't going to try. We're not going to. I, I would, I, I would love, I met him at the Bahamas. He was super nice. I don't think it's been talked about enough. I don't think, I mean, we're 20 years past it now, but still the best team in my lifetime in any sport at Iowa state was that 99, 2000 team. And there has not been an on the record discussion about that team. And I just, uh, there's, and I don't say this arrogantly, but I, th- I think we're going to lose track of, especially the, some of our, the younger Cyclones don't remember that. And if we don't get it on the record of what that was really like in Larry's words, because the problem is when you talk about Larry now, you always have to bring up what happened in the end, which, okay, absolutely, that's part of history. And then unless you were around in 99, 2000, and 2000, 2001, to remember how good that time was, you'll get caught up in the rest of it. And I want to have a discussion with Larry just on those three years of what it was like, because I think that's the best, even with Fred. I still think that was the best two year stretch of Iowa State basketball. And I would love to have a discussion just on what that was. If like. the ink doesn't break his foot, does that change your mind? I don't know, because that team, I'm, I'm telling you. That no, I, I don't doubt like which yeah, team was better. I agree with you that the Larry team the era, was. I, the, the era thing is, gets a little bit, because Fred was they, more sustained.
0: Okay, yeah, maybe. Let's say they go to the Elite Eight that year. Maybe. Or, you know, I don't know. Like, Does that change your perception? Maybe, but the point is that that yeah, I'm sorry.
1: didn't I'm, get the light of day because the bad stuff happened really quickly right after that. and So nobody wanted to go near it. And while Larry has come back to Ames a couple of times, it's always been, oh, well, last time Larry was here, it was because he was unmercifully let go. What about? I just want to talk about the, those two years. I know I could get us I think I could get his Tim Floyd.
0: That'd be interesting too. It'd but be I, good after this last dance deal.
1: It. But I think Floyd's gotten, still gets some, but Larry's like MIA. Yeah, no, right? you're right. Like I just, I would love to talk to him about his, his I those two years at Iowa State. He's still pretty resentful from what I understand. I, and I don't blame him. But that's why I, would, I think it would be good to at least have that conversation now before it gets too far in the past.
0: I think I can get a hold of him. I would love to. But, I, I mean, too. I don't know if he is going to be that willing to
1: talk. Okay. Well, I'm just throwing but, it out there well, that I would I would enjoy to have that conversation. Because that's Cause funny that, you brought that up. That because is still
0: my favorite team. I've been wanting to talk to Floyd about, like, after this last standstill, deal. And if he regrets going? Like, well, with Floyd, I view Floyd's NBA tenure much like I view Fred's. Like, he chose the
1: wrong job. He did. I mean, he completely people did. don't realize. There's but a he couple, didn't know that. No, I know. He didn't know that all those guys are going to be leaving. A lot of fans didn't know that
0: Fred was being, I don't want to say courted. Talked to by the Cleveland Cavaliers with LeBron James at one point, and the Warriors, and the Golden State Warriors, who eventually hired Steve Kerr. At one point, Fred Hoiberg was a better candidate than Steve Kerr. If Fred chooses either of those jobs, how different is his legacy right now in the NBA? Yep. And Tim, like nobody was going to win. in, in watching this documentary back, because I remember as a Bulls fan after '98. Yep, and you know me as well as anybody. Imagine a cocky 14, 15 year fifteen-year-old Chris Williams. Okay, I can pretty much picture it. Yeah. So the Bulls break up, and I'm like, I'm a team guy, like, and I'm like, damn you, it, MJ. I'm, I'm going to be a bigger Bulls fan now than ever. I <laughs> and swear you to God. To
1: root for Dicky Simpkin. Yeah, and
0: I sat down to watch that god team, and I was like, holy crap, what is
1: this? And I, so I was not. This is or almost the opposite. It, I was not a Bulls fan at all. Like I was, I liked MJ because I appreciated yeah. good players. Yeah. Great. And I didn't really like Carl Malone. I don't know why. Um, who, who likes Carl Malone? Right. Nobody likes Carl Malone. Like so I'm glad we agree there. But I mean, I
0: Hornacek was, was on that team, but we found out to be, he's not a friend of cycle. <laughs> <laughs> so many stories. God, that'd be a, that could be a podcast <laughs> in its own right. It
1: should be. Um, <laughs> it
0: really should the be the day that Jeff Hornacek's agent personally attacked me on a message board. <laughs>
1: Things you can't make (laughs) Um, (laughs) up. But so I was was not a Bulls guy, but I was like big pro. I was 100% Tim Floyd guy. I'd gone to the Tim Floyd camp for two years. And so I was like, this guy... I mean, the Bulls are getting a good one here. And so I was all in on that team because, like, sweet. An Iowa State coach is now coached oh, for the yeah. Bulls. And I got— That's,
0: I didn't think about it. And
1: they're on WGN, and I can watch the Bulls. And then he throws out Randy <laughs> Brown, Rusty LaRue, and Dicky Simpkins, and Corey Benjamin. But you know like, what I mean? like horrible. Let's say that in 98,
0: they're like, oh, we're going to bring Pat Riley to Chicago. They would have been terrible. They oh, their didn't. team was bad. Floyd
1: picked the the totally wrong. Yeah. And they can blame him all they want, but even yeah. even they threw him. I mean, they finally fired him, but he, he had did no good health. in Charlotte
0: for that one year. that he coach as
1: like an interim coach? Yeah, he had it a was winning no, New Orleans, yeah, New Orleans. The I'm sorry. They had already, yeah. yeah. But they, they were they I were good. Tim, I think he, Tim is a pretty quality basketball mind. Sometimes other stuff got in the way. I'm just saying. I view both of those men's ten years
0: in the NBA very similarly. Like and I caught in a bad. Fred is not like this garbage
1: coach that the city of Chicago will lead you to believe. He got mixed up in a really tough. I mean, look at what Jimmy yeah. Butler's done in the last. That uh, you know, he's hopped to hop to hop. There's a reason for that.
0: Well, and then like and then you we all Ronno. know what Fred does well, and like their yeah. key free agent signing is Dwayne Wade at forty. Yeah. Like. Yeah. The and roster Rondo. didn't fit anything. And, like, Joe Kim Noah, he can't shoot. Like, you had all these guys. They didn't fit Fred. But
1: they also won the first two games in Boston. Remember that? If Rondo... And then Rondo gets
0: hurt. If Rondo doesn't get hurt, they win that series. I so... is an eight seed. Don't you think? I think
1: so. Yeah,
0: I do too. So,
1: that's another part of it. And
0: I, I know too much about that team. But from what I... Like, from what I put together over the years, Rondo is the heart and soul of that team.
1: I bet Fred gets another NBA chance. Will I don't. Do you want a hot take? Will he take it or not? You want you don't a hot think he, take? You don't think
0: he, okay, yeah. I don't think he wins at Nebraska. I disagree with that. I hope I'm wrong. I am I will root for Fred Hoiberg anywhere. I'm watching the way things are going right now. I mean, he's got
1: like seven guys ready to go next How year. good are they though? I don't know.
0: Because none of them are Royce White. There is no DeAndre Kane in that. They're a good guy. They're yeah. gonna be better. I'm not but saying. Yeah, not I mean, gonna be, they're gonna be Michigan State. Yeah, though. they're not gonna be at the bottom of the Big Ten. But no, is he gonna right. get to the point where he can elevate himself to get an NBA job?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. And, and what is that's it, The goal. I don't. Maybe what that's is not it, the goal.
0: But what does it mean to win at Nebraska? If you well, win one mean, NCAA tournament game, you're you put a effing yeah, statue they, they for the haven't,
1: guy. They Have they? When's the last time they won one? I don't. Have they won one? I don't I know. I know when Miles been. made it uh in San Antonio where Iowa State was there. That was like their first and the greatest years.
0: NCAA tournament site of all time.
1: <laughs> Miles Scott Drew. Uh it was Iowa State.
0: McDermott. Yeah, and Creighton was there too. Uh North Carolina. Yep. With Marcus Page played for him. Yep. Got it um, right. Yeah, Scott Drew. Greg McDermott, Providence was there. Miles, yeah, Providence was there, and they oh. had the one kid who was the chucker, who yeah, was like so much the fun five, to watch. Five ten guy. Um, Iowa State was really interesting. North that Carolina
1: year. Central had the story with Moten, yep, the head coach. Moten.
0: Did you know he interviewed for the job? prone got. I think I read that. Yeah, he was the fifth interview. He was the fifth. Well, not a lot of people know that. Um, who was in some other school? Yeah, it was a, the greatest, and it was awesome for me because all my buddies media. who are Omaha media, I could see oh, them right right there. Like in you know, and Mac was there, and like it was so much fun. It's
1: kind of the world's colliding down there. All right,
0: um, last topic. I I wanted to give a shout out. Uh, we did get a question from uh, one of our Patreon members. This is really cool, and I really appreciate Patrick saying this. Uh, He says that it's strange times that one of the highlights of my week is listening to two dudes shoot the crap while sipping whiskey. (laughs) I'll be trying black Eagle honey bourbon. Have a great rest of your weekend. Thank you, Patrick, for listening. We kind of covered this, uh, but he wanted to know um, about the cow thing. If cow is virtual this fall, could it help Iowa state filling some scholarships? I'm assuming he means basketball.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, what... Uh, I, I think this could be a deal. What, what's what's our, our DePaul guy?
0: Stay tuned. I'll say this. I feel better now than I did last week when we recorded. He's still holding out. I think it's Iowa State and Michigan. I really, I think it's those two. And I think Monday or Tuesday we'll have a decision. Okay. And stay tuned. All of our Patreon members at the correct level and our premium members, I will have a basketball recruiting update for you on Monday morning. With some more details on more prospects, but I will. This is what I will give away now, and I'm not withholding information because I don't have it right now. But my prediction on another wave, uh, we're gonna have another one here soon. A lot of these Cal guys <laughs> think about Cal Juco's, they have yeah. their own Juco over there. Yep, a lot of guys are gonna be coming. Um, a lot of guys are going to pull out of the NBA draft because they guys who would normally go to the NBA draft are not going to now because of the real tweeners guys who shouldn't be in there because they won't have even the draft process. Probably. Correct. And yeah. a lot of them don't want to stay there. I'll just put it this way without getting to there's going to be another wave.
1: That makes a lot of sense. I didn't even think about that because normally the way the NBA draft process works. This is this is interesting now. You got my mind racing. Um, you declare, you go through the process, and the process always involves that Chicago camp. And if you get invited to that Chicago camp... Yeah, the process is blown up. There's and, no Portsmouth, there's no nothing. Yeah, so because that's not going to happen, there's no way to really gauge where you are with these teams. There's not going to be a summer league to earn your spot. And you either... Another great point. So either you roll the dice and you think, oh, they're, they'll know me, but most often they won't. And so your safe bet's to go back to college. And if you're not... If you're already on the market, um, now would be a good time to transfer. Another prediction: there'll be huh.
0: mo- there'll be more second round guarantees than ever before of
1: teams saying we'll pick you in the second round yes. if you go. Yeah, but how many how many players have declared like 120? I don't know. I mean, it's a lot, and so you don't have enough. And these players have to read the tea leaves. If you're fringe of even getting invited to the with, with Chicago and that's not even going to happen. Um, you either risk it and end up probably in the G league, and um, making, you know, $30,000 or do you go back to college and try and find another spot? And you throw in the fact that you're right. The Cal's spot. If you're coming from a Cal school and you may not even have this a is team a- to go back to, you got to go somewhere where it's a safe landing spot and you'll be, you'll be in a better position, on May 18th, having open roster spots. Yes. And the, even
0: if this wasn't the plan, it actually could work out. Well, I know what the plan was. The plan was to not to be very selective and not just take Joe Schmo early. because and that's going to work out. We'll see. In It could. I think it could, too. But I also think, like, how many other schools are in the same boat? Like, I don't know. I don't follow that I closely
1: enough. I don't follow that closely I would guess... Not many Power Five have three spots, two spots? No,
0: I about guarantee you know, you're right there. And I would also say, like, where are you located and the fact that Iowa is somewhat open. Correct.
1: I mean, can, are, But I did hear this Do you week, think recruits are thinking about these things?
0: If, if they have smart people around them. Okay. That's, I, mean, that's I know that um, Coleman Lands is. Yeah, yeah he's, he's smart, a smart, smart kid. Guy. That's why last week when I saw that Cal and Michigan were involved, I was like, that's I, not good.
1: Speaking of, I heard he was a... Uh, marketing supply chain type major and just a little plug that uh, iowa state's ivy college of business one of the best supply chain programs nationally there you go top 10 research the wise
0: in the world ivy college of business is a proud sponsor of the cyclone fanatic podcast network
1: quality supply chain program Is supply chain becoming a big deal what is supply chain So it used to be the old transportation logistics. Okay. But it's really magnified. That's what your old man's in, right? He is. Um, But now it is, think about, think about the whole issues with China, right? Where China has all of the, uh, let's just go, because it's on top of mind, all the COVID PPE. Well, that all has to go through supply chain. How does it get from China to the U S to the distributor, to the consumer that all runs through the supply chain and, you can major in supply chain management, which which gives you the expertise to how this all comes together. And so, Amazon's oh. big in the supply chain. I mean, all of these companies need supply chain now. Man, the world is changing so much. And just a little fun fact for everybody: supply chain is it's right up there with at least in the Ivy called to business with uh, the finance degree for highest starting salary out of college because they're in huge demand right now what do the finance degree do right out of college you can get a pretty good analyst job for uh, uh so they're not advising are no, they no 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 but oh, okay. like you get you get a, a nice say, business analyst job don't get me going on that that's the start uh, that's the highest starting? No, for, for those curious starting salary for iowa state graduates in finance and supply chain both is nearing seventy thousand dollars i actually thought about don't laugh at me swear to god
0: you know our old friend uh chad Winterbor. Who? so uh i think we're going into business together
1: Look out. Dynamic Duo. He uh, he's gonna start
0: his own personal financing deal. Thought about getting my own. What do you think? <laughs> it's not hard. I can do it in like three weeks.
1: You can yeah, get certified. It's not hard. Well. More power to you, my friend. It doesn't you take get, it really doesn't get, take long. You gonna get some clients? <laughs> Put, a, put, put a them all in index funds. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here, uh, you, here, here, you, you, and you. S and P five hundred index funds. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I just came up with your tagline. Our I, work, our work, over. Our here. work here is done. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Well, good luck to you.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. The, I, I know we have a lot of great financial advisors yeah, who no, listen. And that you guys are great on your tax uh, advice and all that stuff. I get all that
1: reality supply chain emerging major.
0: No, that's, that's, that's super interesting. Um, you know, I have a lot of connections to that world with, uh, the, the thummels back home. That's max really good at all that. Yeah. It's, it's it's fascinating.
1: And it's not just trucking anymore. It's, it's It's all the above. Well, you know, it's funny you say that. Um, Distribution. I mean, so look, at, look, what, at, look at our friend's
0: Amazon building the place over here. The Otzelburgers were stuck in Australia, mm-hmm. you know, during the, the Rona. And I was worried that they wouldn't be able to get back until like, like God knows when. And TJ was telling me that there's a flight that goes from Sydney to Vegas. And it has to go every single day, no matter how many people are on it, because of exactly what you're talking about. Hmm. Some sort of deal like that. That, that's paying whatever airline it, I have no idea what it right. is, but it has to go because of some sort of supply issue for something. Huh. I don't know what it is, yeah. but it's like a- I was thinking if there's one of those from Sydney, Australia to Vegas or how maybe maybe it was to LA then to Vegas. I don't know. Right. But like how many of those are like around the country are there?
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? And just it's, little things it's like kinda, that. It's kind of, and I'll, I'll stop talking about it, but uh, there's, this there's really geeky stuff. It is, but out. no, so there's a, there's a class that is taught um, where they actually, they follow with, with the partnership at target and they follow like one random item, like a spatula and oh, they, will, wow. they will fly to China. The students will as part of their project and they will watch it from the factory where it is made in China to the port where it is shipped, they will meet the item, the spatula, in Long Beach, California, where it gets off the ship onto a plane, flown to Target's warehouse and wherever, and taken on a truck to so the... So the, the whole point is to end the wastefulness? The whole point is to just to make see it how, most efficient? Yeah, to make it most efficient. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what the uh, supply chain is all about. Man, there you go.
0: When, when you say supply chain in, in that world, in my world, I think of like how this is the most frustrating part of my job. So when you guys are like, oh, there's a ad that's taken a long time to load. I know. And it pisses me off. Yep. Because the way our ad network works it's basically a waterfall is like how it starts. And like at the beginning of the day, we get X amount of dollars and then that drops throughout the whole day. So then by the end of the day, you're making pennies Mm -hmm. on the dollar, which is all we make anymore because of the Rona. But every once in a while through our ad supply chain, you'll get like a bad ad that will cause Mm -hmm. somebody's like virus thing we don't have a virus, but like it's trying to make you think that. And that's what I thought you were talking about. No, I'm like, yeah. well, wow, Jalen Coleman, I can help you with that, son. <laughs> so there you go. We all have different. chains hey, and then like, like our friends at Iowa Pork, that supply chain—that's another supply chain. The whole ag supply
1: chain is another whole. Well, I bought a Oof. half a cow this week. There you go. Shout out to Men and Hall Farms were, down there in Leon. I saw you were making ribs. How'd they turn
0: out? fantastic I can give you someone okay take them for the road yeah if you want they're really good all right um thanks bloom yeah thank you really appreciate your time as always thanks to all of our listeners we love your feedback we're really lucky bloom this podcast has been drawing crazy numbers I, hey
1: man I I enjoy it uh, not just for the bourbon but it's just nice to yeah Nice to shoot the breeze every once in a while. So I appreciate everybody listening. Really, yep, do.
0: Absolutely. Thanks, everybody. And uh, we'll talk to you next week.